Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas and welcome into Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox here along with Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Uh, looking forward to, uh, of course, the holidays and uh, talking about some great ways a little later in the show today that you can reach out and help the people whose holiday might not be so great because of those tragic storms that moved only not only through the St. Louis area, uh, but, of course, uh, uh, down in Kentucky and devastated that community down there. So uh, we're going to get to that a little later in the show. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is uh, one guy that we're going to talk to, dear friend of mine, he was on Fox Network News the other morning. Uh, and to talk about what's going on in Mayfield, right, right. Uh, it's amazing. Um, but you know what? As we get into the show, Mark, I just want to ask you, do you ever fall into the trap where you say, honey, what do you want for Christmas? And your wife's like, I don't want anything. Don't get me anything. Do, does that ever happen in your house? No. Oh, what is she? No, we worked, out, we worked out something a long time ago, um, you know, because if I, I've just said, if you know what you want, tell me. Uh, maybe I'll try to get something a little extra that's a surprise, but yeah. I want to know what you want so you get what you want for Christmas. And she's usually pretty good about that. And? Yeah. yeah. AirPods you... this year. She oh, wanted, that's easy. She wanted some replacement AirPods, and now, we AirPod took care of that. AirPods Pros? No. no just, just regular, regular wow. old AirPods. Why wouldn't you get the Pros, though? They're smaller. They're more expensive. Uh-huh. Not what she wanted. <laughs> okay. Uh, she Ooh. was very clear She didn't it. say Pros. Okay. She said... Okay. AirPods. Fail. I, I ask, and that's that's what has. So my my shopping was pretty easy. Fortunately, she takes care of usually finding out what the kids want. Right. So mm-hmm. I participate in that monetarily, but not always in person. So you have fine. to buy one present, <laughs> and that's it. And she takes yeah, care of a couple. Else. I'll buy a couple. I'll of tell presents. you what. We we hammered it out. Uh, we we have a new feature on St. Louis Talks called the Husbands Meeting. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, and we hammered out. If <laughs> and men... Carol tells you what to do. No, she's a fly on the wall. She gets to wa- she gets to listen, and she interjects. Mm-hmm. Surprise! What? Uh, but she she listens in. Uh, her husband was actually on our very first husbands meeting. Oh, nice! Still looking for an actual gavel so I can hold court. <laughs> uh, but we found out that if men were in charge of Christmas, it just would be a lot different. Uh, it would be. A, it's so many things would be a lot different. <laughs> pajamas all pajamas all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, price limit on shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What else you got? Yeah. What else you got? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, steak well, instead of ham. Sure. Mm. That sounds See? good to me. Bar- barbecue on, uh, on Christmas Day. A little ribeye action, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but my, my first one was uh, pajamas, which double as eaten pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. Eating pants. <laughs> You're not kidding, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Because, see, my wife and I, we have no family around, so it's a two-people party all oh, day. Oh, I get it. I get uh, it. You know, but no. you, do you bounce around to a lot of different homes on Christmas? Uh, usually just to the to the uh, you know the brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house at That's some point terrible. during the day, you know? And, and now that we have a grandchild who's only six months and won't really 
in, appreciate what's going on this year. A year from now, he will. Uh, would that that will eventually become part of our routine? I'm sure going over there in the morning, right, mm-hmm. to see the joy on his face. That's going to be the. But best. that's about a year away. So. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. a little time to pad. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, I wish you all luck in your husband uh, shopping. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, although you're done, right? I guess I'm, you're done. I almost done. There, he there bought one. He's got to buy the other extra. one. Yeah, yeah, I only bought one pod. Now I got to go get the <laughs> no, other. No. I'm just <laughs> I walk through the store and my head is like full of blubber. I'm like, I have no idea this year. Although my wife had recently had uh, dental work done, so she says I got her a crown for Christmas. Aww. Well, as we'll talk about later, we'll, we will have some good two uh, A shopping suggestions for you, won't mm-hmm. we? Coming for the up. for the women to shop for. Thank you. Men. Yeah, well, and vice versa. And vice versa. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. There's a good if there's a somebody who loves the shooting sport in your life we've got a segment coming up you don't want to miss yeah absolutely um and uh, i I did have one note uh here uh about a story from associated press about the guns are now going to be allowed in cars on university of missouri campuses so if we have time to speak about this just real quick my concern was the headline guns will be allowed in cars on university of missouri campuses that that is a problem because if as we've learned, uh, thieves go out to the county or whatever, yeah, they're going into the cars and getting, by chance, sometimes guns. Do you not, not agree? Well, I I don't disagree, but I think the bigger story here is a University of Missouri professor sued over this because he wasn't allowed. He was a concealed carry holder, yeah. but he wasn't allowed to carry his weapon on the campus, even though he was an employee. So when he got to campus, he locked it in his in a lockbox in his car. But he sued because that was also illegal. So he won a court battle that allowed employees to lock their firearms in their car. Not laying out on the seat, but in a lockbox, secure, in the car. Because the students could. They needed to broaden the law. Well, the students still couldn't. But the point is, is if, like, what say, for example, if I drove to the University of Missouri to see my child who went to school there, I can't carry my weapon on the campus I would need to be able to lock it in my car, and under their current rules, that was illegal, too. Sure. Now, I don't know how they would have ever caught you. That's that's the other. They're not going through cars looking for guns. <laughs> and, and, right? and unless you you know don't get out of hand, how would they find out? Because the word conceal is part of right. the CCW. And they mm-hmm. would have never have known. So, and maybe that happened, and maybe it didn't. I'm not admitting anything. But no. the, point is, <laughs> the point is that here, here's, here's what they miss about all this. You can't fix stupid laws don't fix stupid if you are a responsible gun owner and most of the people i know are all of them are that i so far as i know you don't put your gun somewhere in your car unless it's locked up and inaccessible to somebody that might decide to pilfer for loose change it's in a lockbox unless they come equipped with the right kind of tools, they're not getting in that lockbox. Even if they and steal your car. And it's secured to the base of your seat or, you know, in my, you know, my Denali, it's got the 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 uh, little steel hooks in the back end of it and you you hook the the wire through that and you and it's secured. Right. The point is it's secured. So I, I thought this was much ado about nothing. I heard uh, some other folks uh, complaining about, well, this is crazy. We're, we're, we're putting more guns into the community. No, we're not. Yeah, we're encouraging more guns on school properties, or in it's this case, a college. No, so overblown. You know, the, the whole thing mm-hmm. comes down to, uh, from what we've seen at Oxford High School, it's about responsibility. And the laws that are against the uh, law-abiding Second Amendment supporters and gun owners does not affect the crime at all. It can no. only hurt if it's going to suppress you 
from being able to protect yourself. Because only law-abiding citizens follow the law, and criminals ignore it to begin with. And it, it, it it's, it's, it's a, it's like a circular argument. I, it drives me crazy listening to it. I, I will mention very quickly, also in the headlines this this week, in the state of New Jersey. The legislature up there passed, and they've got a Democrat governor, so my assumption is he'll sign it, a law that you that will register all ammunition sales. Like when you go in to buy ammunition, you'll have to basically, your name will be put in a register wow. in the state. of This is why the Supreme Court has got to act and update Heller and make it clear to these states that you we're not going to put up with a registry. We have a constitutional right to keep and bear arms, and you're not going to create some false tracking method of how many of nine millimeter rounds that I have right. just because you want some backdoor into subverting my rights. The here's Supreme the, Court's got to step in. Here's the quandary uh, that I have with my father who lives in New Jersey. He has been trying to find a place here and the inventory of homes out here that he wants. He wants a couple acres. He wants a ranch home because uh, he's got bad knees and he wants a, an outbuilding so he can put... He is dying to get here and he just can't get out of New Jersey. It's like he's almost, almost being uh, held hostage. <laughs> Every day I talk to him, I've been on Zillow, been looking uh, because we are blessed here in the Midwest in the state of Missouri for the Second Amendment laws that we yes. have. In my yes, opinion, I, I think we're very lucky. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, you know, uh, talking about uh, suppressing people, I'm uh, going to talk about <laughs> some some big news about suppressors uh, on your firearms. Uh, this is really exciting for anybody that's uh, investigated the idea of wanting to get one. I don't have one myself. I've I, looked into it, but it's been the hassle of it that has stopped me in the past. Absolutely. Because it's time-consuming. may take you the better part of a year between the date you purchase it and when you can actually take control of it, which is silly. Because a suppressor in and of itself doesn't hurt anyone. And that is what we are going to talk about next with Jesse Rolfe from Razorback Armory. It's coming up next on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Stay right there. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hopefully everybody's got their Christmas shopping done, or or getting their Christmas shopping done. It's Mark and Bo and Carl and Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. This segment is brought to you by Shockingly Razorback Armory. Their uh, website is a great place to start to learn about them if you've never been. They are a true gun concierge, and uh, they're right on Manchester Road in De Pere, just a half mile east of 270. They do a great job. I was just in there buying two holsters a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we had the opportunity to uh, actually request Jesse come in and join us. So guess what? 
Jesse Rolf from Razorback Armory is here. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. How are y'all doing today? Yeah, good. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Uh, a little crazy Christmas shopping going on? Uh, it's good. Uh, we're definitely uh, definitely seeing a little spike there. Some uh, stocking stuffer purchases, uh, gift cards, everything. Uh, people kind of getting out there, getting in the spirit. For the people that are shopping for somebody that is a, a supporter of the Second Amendment, they collect guns, whatever, a gift certificate is r- probably the best way to go, yeah? Uh, definitely. Um, so it's hard to buy a gun for somebody unless you know exactly <laughs> the gun they want, everything. My wife did. Yeah, and and, and, I, and that's... Try it, honey. And, and, go ahead, try it. No, she got, she got me a judge, yeah. dude. She yeah, got me yeah, a judge. Awesome. The original. And that's and that's, and that's that's one way of doing it. Um, if you know that they have... Like a lot of people come in and say, hey, my husband or my... Uh, fiance boyfriend has this gun or my girlfriend has this gun yeah. and you know what what's a good thing to accompany that or do something with it so we can point you towards some products with that but then also if you buy them a gift card obviously it's not as personal or anything and we're actually doing a promotion where you buy the gift card and then you buy a nice tumbler and put it in that so it doesn't look oh, like you just bought a nice. car oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. but yeah so that way they can purchase what they want for their gun and yeah. it's still you're still giving them the gift and you're still getting them something from us so. a few years ago probably the biggest surprise i've ever received from my wife she she had uh, observed me admiring a concealed carry gun that my brother-in-law had and you know i'd like what well, that's going to be my next purchase I'm, I'm going from this 380 up to this nine millimeter this is that's beautiful i got to get one of those i get this box under the tree at christmas no idea i open it up and i immediately when i grabbed it i could tell it was one of those hard-sided plastic boxes Mm -hmm. right and sure enough i hope it's a nice sig sour 938 and it blew me away i'm like how did you she took her brother with her right because she knew exactly what i wanted exactly what he had so (laughs) so that helped right made a big difference but it was a huge surprise and that's a good woman that was yeah that was a good woman (laughs) um but one of the main reasons that I, i wanted to talk to you was because as uh, the world continues to turn, as the world turns, uh, there are some changes going on. You're a big proponent of suppressors. Absolutely. And, uh, and the, the big fear for a lot of people, I come in and you say, well, it could be a year before you get the permit to buy that per- suppressor. And that may be about to change, correct? That's that's what we're that's what we're actually as we're recording this right now. By the time you hear it on Saturday or Sunday, printing on where it is on Monday, everything changes. Um the federal government is changing what's called e-form. So right now, dealer to dealer, we do e-forms all the time. That's how I get a product from a wholesaler, from a manufacturer. Um, and the Form 4, which is the filed, form, which is a tax-paid transfer form on how you get a suppressor, a machine gun, short barrel rifle, short barrel shotgun. Um, we do that digitally in shop. That's our concierge service. We get everything for you, you know, one stop. But that's actually printed and then mailed in, and then it's paper filed through the process. That process right now, 10 to 12 months. You come in, 10 to 12 months from now, I'm delivering your suppressor. We're going to actually now do that completely digitally, okay, starting Monday. How long it's going to take? Is, it, is there going to be some, some razors bleeding edge? Yes, absolutely. I'd put money on it. It's Pun a government, intended. It is a government, <laughs> it's a government interface to a computer. But we're going to work through it. We've prepared for this. We're, you know, we, we know there's going to be some some pitfalls. We know that we're going to stumble. We're going to get that. You know, we wait to see the problem. We fix the problem. We keep going. But in the long run, their goal is 90 days. Their goal is to get this wow. from 10 wow. to 12 months to 90 days. Um, the good part about that for me is we're going to be selling a ton more suppression and, and anything to do with NFA. Um, the bad part is the industry, we saw this coming, but we never believed it was going to happen. And... 
it was kind of always is, is like a rumor. It's a Kaiser Sosa. It's, 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 it's something that's there, but it's yeah. never there. Yeah. It's the carrot now out that, front. Now that it's here, um, the industry is not ready for this as far as how many suppressors are in the pipeline because we they manufacture like any anything else. You manufacture to what you're selling. You're you know you're you're moving right. ten units. You're making twelve. You might have a little surplus. You're not moving ten, and then the next the next day you sell three hundred. <laughs> yeah. And you, there's no way to catch up. Plus, um, you guys might not have seen this, but there's a supply chain problem with different oh, precious well, metals, and yeah. it's uh-huh. kind of a rumor. Yeah, that's yeah. a rumor, I think. So now that that's really going to take effect, we're going to see that that's going to probably we're going to we're going to overwhelm the government with files, and then crash the we're gonna, system. We're not going to have the unit now. The problem is people are like, "Oh, well, just sell me one. I'll take it when it comes in." For your form four to process, I need the actual suppressor. I need the serial number. Everything's oh. done on that per unit. So we, we wouldn't be able to get your file in because I don't have a serial number. So, so you you have to write out the form to submit with the actual serial yes, number of that item. Of that particular item. How many suppressors are made outside the U.S.? So um, none. Well, there are suppressors made outside the U.S. We sell all U.S.-made suppressors. Oh, there know. are some imported suppressors, but it is... is below 1% of the industry. Okay. So, Jesse, let me ask a, um, a dumb question. The You have to have that suppressor in hand yes. to file the application yes. for the stamp. Yep. Right. So, I'm, I'm a, so, so, in other words, the 10-month wait is this thing's in your safe until yep. approval comes back from the government or however long it takes in order to hand it over. But yes. the sale has already been made at yes. that point? Correct. Okay. Right. So how that process works, you come in to purchase a suppressor from me, we have a conversation, we find out what you need, we sell you that suppressor. That physical suppressor is kept at Razorback Armory, locked up. We have a whole system of keeping track of all that sure. for the 10 to 12 months. The beauty of being the largest suppressor dealer in Missouri is the curse of being the largest suppressor dealer in Missouri. <laughs> At any given time, I'm sitting on 400 to 450 suppressors in a processing circle of mm-hmm. they come in, they, they move down, you know, as the months go on, and then we deliver out. Wow. Oh, that's and, good. So, get, I mean, just, just to throw it out there, what, what what's the general, because you've got the tax stamp is 200 bucks, right? Correct. And that's the application fee. So, yes. Yeah, so how, how it works. Uh, so you have your Form 4, which is a tax-paid application. You are okay. literally, that $200 is buying a stamp, a physical stamp on yeah. the form. Yeah. Um, your, your forms all go in. So the Form 4 is a company with what's called a um, LE notifier. So the local law enforcement is notified of your purchase. Uh, this is a change that happened about four years ago where you used to have to go, long form is you'd have to get these forms, you'd have to go, like say you live in St. Louis County, you'd have to get a signature from St. Louis County for them graciously allowing you to buy this. That's nice. And then you'd start processing <clears throat> on. Now it's called an LE notifier. You notify local law enforcement of your purchase. If they have any reason that they that you shouldn't have it, they have to contact ATF and say, hey, this person should not have a suppressor or any NFA item that you're applying for. Um, from that, then that packet goes in. So you have fingerprints, photographs, LE notifier. Uh, most of our most of our clientele use what's called a trust. Um, it makes purchase and or use of the suppressor after purchase uh, a lot more user friendly, if you will. Um, everyone asks me about trust on a daily basis. My A, B, and trust is this: multiple people in possession of the asset. So you can use the asset, but if you're not there, anyone else on the trust can use the asset. Um, so son, daughter, best friend, hunting buddy, whoever, if they're on the trust, they can legally use it. That is while you're alive. 
Nobody makes it out alive of this game, unfortunately. No, no, so this is the truth. Not after that I've you've, heard. If, basically, once you've passed away, anyone on the trust can be in possession of the asset without going back to the federal government, without reapplying, without paying another two hundred dollars oh, wow. tax. Sure. So, um, what we call is a single shot trust in the industry that we use. Uh, it's about twenty four dollars and ninety five cents. It is the cheapest insurance you'll ever buy. Love no that. Um, and <clears throat> it allows you to make decisions with trust like right now we like Bo. Bo's a good guy and we'll put him on our trust but let's say two weeks from now we don't like Bo anymore he's kind of he's out there so you can you can add and subtract individuals from your you trust know, you, you manage know this your guy trust. pretty well don't uh, you? I mean, if we've known know. each other for quite some time hanging on by a loose chad yeah uh, but that's that's kind of the, the kind of in and out of that yeah. so so uh if you can uh mm-hmm. for those that have never even entertained the idea have you ever owned a do you have a suppressor i, I, I do not i've entertained the idea in the past i've just never because it's such a hassle i've never oh. gone to the Right. Take that away. Yeah. Take all you. that. Appreciate ninety days. <laughs> if they can hit the goal yeah. of ninety days to be able to get it in your hands, I think you do it because you have to wait longer than that to so, get a couch. Yeah, you know exactly. it's true. Yeah. And but let me just, let me let me ask this, uh, Jesse, and maybe this is too politically sensitive for you, but I don't think so, knowing you as, as I do. Um, why do they make such a big deal over this? The the movies have made suppressors into making them sound like they completely take away the sound from a gunshot. And I'm assuming that's why the government felt a need at some point years ago to to have such tight control over them. Is it really do you do you agree that it's necessary in any way? So the most dangerous part of that whole application is what your wife bought you the gun. Thank you. The suppressor does muffle the sound. It is not movie quiet. It's not like when people not, come in and we have this conversation about what they want. And I'm like, look, if you're expecting John Wick, yeah. you're, you're going to be absolutely <laughs> disappointed when you actually pull the trigger. <laughs> Even for a rifle. Yeah. yeah. But it does suppress the noise that is made by the weapon. For your hearing safety, for muzzle blast, concussion, all that, it really takes that away from it. Um, so suppression as a whole, our, our full spiel is suppression as a whole eats two-thirds of recoil, okay? On a pistol or a twenty-two or even a two twenty-three, like an AR-style rifle, there's not much recoil. So that two-thirds of recoil doesn't really apply. The muzzle blast and concussion, that, that sound, that shockwave and everything, leaving the end of the barrel. With the suppressor on, we contain that, we push everything forward, we control the exiting gases, and that's how we're suppressing it. That's the physics behind Which it. Which is why you're part. calling it suppressor and not a silencer. Yes, and, and nomenclature-wise, we accept both in the industry, but you were technically suppressing. We're not silencing the weapon or suppressing it. But if you went off of Hollywood or if you went off the sensationalism of how a lot of political people will, will say, oh, my gosh, you know, you put a suppressor on and I'll be walking down the street and the guy next to me will fall over dead. We won't know why because he was shot and no one heard it. It's, that's not true. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. so far from the truth, it's not even close. So do you need uh, hearing protection if you are shooting... Uh, sports shooting mm-hmm. in real life, do you still need hearing protection with a suppressor on your firearm? So when we go shooting, um, most of us, because we're all shooting suppressed, know we don't use hearing su- hearing protection. That's good. Will. That's good. Um, the industry standard number is 140 decibels. It's Everyone says, oh, we're under 140, and under 140 should be hearing safe. But I do talk to people that everyone's ears can be a little more sensitive, less sensitive. So some people will still wear them. Um, if you are on a range, though, and other people aren't shooting suppressed, sure. you still need hearing protection because you're safe from your weapon. Mm-hmm. Their weapon is mm-hmm. still loud. Do you need to have the barrel threaded? On some weapons. Most. So right now, um, current production weapons, a lot of them are already threaded from the factory or have a threaded option. If you do need your barrel threaded, um, pending on the weapon, that is an option. Some are a direct replacement. You pull the old one out, barrel, put a new one in. Yeah. Yeah. Something I didn't realize that I learned from Jesse about a year and a half ago was that a suppressor for a 357 
or a nine millimeter mm-hmm. can interchange with other weapons that are the same caliber, correct? Yeah. So the mostly su- the suppressor itself is a standalone unit. So you're buying the suppressor. Let's say you're buying a nine millimeter suppressor. You can put that on different nine millimeter weapons. Yeah. Um, the industry standard is if the projectile will fit through it, so it's smaller than the the baffle size and the pressure. I get this a lot. People are like, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy this nine millimeter pistol can. Well, my two twenty three is smaller than that, so I'm gonna put it on my AR. No, you're not. You're going to blow it up because it's made for low-pressure pistol rounds. Okay. Now, there are cans, which are called like a hybrid, if you will, that can do rifle and can do pistol. You just have to be smaller in your projectile than the largest baffle size. So okay. if you're shooting a 9mm, which is .356, okay, and it's a rifle-pressured can, which they make, you could shoot your AR through it or your 9mm or your 300 blackout. You know, in, in different different settings. And then your mounting, how it mounts to the barrel, which is a direct thread. Some of them are what's called QD, where you can actually quick detach mount them. Yeah. And we basically, in the industry, what we call it, that's our shooting solution. We need to know your weapon. We need to know what you want to suppress. Then we look at that. We look at the suppressor. And then we look at the mounting solutions on how that's going to fit on your weapon. And then try to package all that together and give you the best shooting solution for that. That's awesome. So so ballpark price range out the door with the tax stamp and all that? Um, I know it probably... So, so depends, really depends on the gun, right? So the, yeah, so it depends on the weapon. Your rimfire, you're going to figure about $250 to $400 is your rimfire cans. That's your, okay. your 22s. Right. Uh, and that has to do with what they're made out of, aluminum or stainless, titanium. Um, that, that's your com- you know, your companies, your different manufacturers. And your pistol, centerfire pistol, be it 9, 40, 45. Uh, you're in that range. You're going to be about 500 to, I mean, I have $1,000 ones, but they're carbon graph. I mean, they're they're fancier necessarily than they need to be, but if you want that look, if you want that, it's not mm-hmm. really going to do anything different in performance. And then your rifle cans. Rifle cans can start in that three to $400 range, and I have them to several thousand. I would say the median is that 700 to to $1,000. Okay. And that's just your that's just okay. your suppressor. Your fixed fees on top of that yeah. are your tax stamp. If you buy a two hundred dollar can or you buy a two thousand dollar can, your tax stamp's still two hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. There's a myth to know. that yeah. uh, you don't have to spend all that money. You can use a two liter bottle. <laughs> Talk to me about that. So you've been to prison. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Felonies. I like this. Um, so that myth. No, I have not, for the record. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, we're going to have to pull his jacket. Um, so, Bo's got so friends in low places. There, there's a ton of stuff out there, and the internet is a great place, but the internet's also a bad place. Um, I've heard. That you can find these things in the homemade suppressors and different things. And people ask me every day, is it legal to make my own suppressor? Yes. The Form 1, which is on the digital files that we talked about, you can actually apply to manufacture a suppressor. I will tell you, unless you have an engineering degree, CNC lathe, and some really good, you know, uh, components to build that, it's a lot cheaper and a lot more cost effective to just buy the suppressor. And you get the factory support from the initial manufacturer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just going to be a lot easier. What are the other things that people have used to try and suppress? Two-liter bottle, though, right? You've seen that I've, on the internet? I've seen that. I may have may not have seen some people lose some PVC pipe and things, but <laughs> Potato oil, guns. oil filters and stuff. But all oh, of those Yeah, things, no, I saw the oil oh, filter one. Yeah, All of those are absolutely illegal, and you're committing a federal crime. <laughs> I've seen it on the so internet. don't do yes, that. Yes, the, the yeah, standpoint of Razorback Armory is do not try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're with Bo. No, 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 no. I just, I, I see yeah. stuff. I see I stuff. That's yes. all. Uh, okay. Are you good? Good. Fascinating discussion, <laughs> no Jesse. Problem. Thank Anything you. Because I, I've always wondered. I, 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 I thought about it a couple times and then thought, I don't want to wait 11, 10 or 11 months. What a hassle. Right. The other beauty of what we do is our called our concierge service. Bo says it all the time. Yeah. When you come in, we have that conversation. We do, I personally, because I do all the suppression, 
We do everything for you in shop. I'm going to do your photograph, your fingerprints, your LE notifier. I'm going to set up your account. If you have an account, I'm going to review it because my theory in this is I want to fix everything today. I don't want to fix it 10 months from now when the government says, hey, you didn't do this right. You didn't do this right. So that it's a nice, smooth transition. The hardest part about it is the wait. And we can't fix that. Hopefully, we are going to be fixing that soon with the federal government. We're going to chop that down significantly. That's great. Good. Great news. All right. For more information about Jesse and his crew at Razorback Armory, simply start out at RazorbackArmory.com. Stop in and see him. Still got a few days to go uh, Christmas shopping if that's what you're wanting to do. But, Jess, thanks for coming downtown to join us on uh, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. No, God, no problem, guys. I appreciate being in. You guys have a great Christmas, great New Year. We will. And, we, uh, you know, we've all seen the tragedy that happened down in Kentucky from those tornadoes. Coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, we're going to tell you how you can chip in and uh, help out uh, those kids uh, to make sure that they uh, still have some Christmas presents to open on Christmas Day. We'll be right back. part of the world people are getting ready for christmas time and shopping and hustling and bustling but there are a couple of areas even in our neighborhood uh, edwardsville people are still reeling from the storms that rolled through last yeah. friday night and it was horrifying and when i woke up saturday morning and heard that mayfield kentucky got hit uh, I have dear friends. I've known uh, this man for 30 years. Uh, matter of fact, I used to do an overnight trucker show on, on WIL, right, years ago. Mm-hmm. This guy was doing a trucker show out of Mayfield, Kentucky. We would talk to the truck and bozo out of Indianapolis, and we became the dearest of friends like brothers, actually. Kirk Willie and the Willie family uh, is in Mayfield. Kirk, uh, this is the first time I'm talking to you, but uh, how are you, man? You doing Okay. We yes, we're surviving uh, um, at the lowest means, but we are surviving. I uh, I will describe Mayfield as if you picture Back to the Future Town Square. Yeah, that's the beautiful little town of Mayfield. And uh, Kirk was actually on Fox News uh, this week, um, and I didn't see the the clip of you there. But uh, as a as a pillar of the community and the church, what are you doing uh, for the community at this point? Because all family and everybody's accounted for in your group, right? Yes, correct. Our, my family, our houses, the farm, uh, all that's good. Uh, we were very blessed with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people very near to, you know, close to me, within a tenth of a mile from my house is where the candle factory was. So oh, wow. it really just missed us by, by feet. That's but uh, what I'm trying to do is I've made friends over the last 30 years touring on the road with uh, people all over the United States. And they're all reaching out. Larry Ward uh, from Florida has a concert staging company. He has sent, I think, eight trucks from Florida up here with supplies, blankets, and anything that you know he can he can get people to help bring over. Uh, there's a box truck coming in today with 700 more blankets in it. Um, and then I've reached out to other people that I know down in Houston at Mattress Max. They're sending four semis of some mattresses, but just supplies of things that we need immediate right now uh got some coming from annapolis maryland so when i say it's coming from all over the country it literally is 
Kirk, you know, Mark Cox here. Um, our thoughts, hey, thoughts and prayers go out to you guys down there. Uh, I've got relatives that live Thank in other, other parts of the state, and they, you know, they've been affected in the past, not this time, fortunately. We, we've heard the, the expected death toll, which is devastating, but how many people are displaced right now and, and in shelters and looking for just somewhere to go to get out of the cold? We don't have an exact number. I was talking with the sheriff a couple of days ago, and what we're seeing is we have one shelter down in Wingo uh, that had 130 different people in it, and then we've seen some other shelters. But I'm going to say the number is going to be in the thousands that are homeless, um, that don't you know that don't have a roof left or windows or no place to go at all. Um, we're going to start seeing more of that number coming to, to, you know, where we'll know what it is. But there has there is so many people out in the county that have not even come out of their house yet. Oh, my. And, and hey, Kirk, how, yes. how, how many people is the population? What's the population sign of Mayfield, Kentucky? Uh, right around 11,000. Yeah, so that's how small of a in the, town In the city. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's, you know, the county is the largest county in Kentucky. So, you know, and there's... The city was damaged a lot, but a lot of the counties were too. And, you know, these people live, you know, 10 miles outside of anything that's close to a Walmart. Well, most of them, you know, we're hearing trees fell on their cars. Uh, their roof's gone. Their windows are gone. They don't have any electricity or water. Their insulin is running because they don't have a place to put it. They can't get out of there to come tell us. Right, right. You know, uh, Kirk uh, has uh, spent a lot of years on the road, and he actually is the current road manager and sound engineer for John Michael Montgomery. He had, you know, 30 number ones in the 90s, still going out there. I was just yeah. curious, did John uh, or Eddie reach out to you directly? They, uh, Yes, they, they both have. Uh, the, more, the afternoon of the storms and pretty much every day, both of them have texted me, checking on me. Yeah. Um, after the Fox News interview yesterday, both texted me, yeah, I did good. And then <laughs> we are working on a concert, which I knew you knew that was going to happen. Of course. It better but, happen. Uh, Eddie, yeah, Eddie and John want to do something along with uh, Walker and Travis Denning. Um, Larry Stewart's from Kentucky. He's from Paducah, from close to me. Oh, wow. Uh, Tim Rushlow. Richie McDonald, uh, Steve Warner, Ricky Skaggs, they're all reaching out, Kentucky boys, saying we need to get something going, not right now, but maybe January. Sure, sure. Um, and we're going to work through Michael Jordan uh, over at iHeart. Um, you know, he runs the whole iHeart thing, and he's a good, good dear friend of ours. And we're going to kind of let him help us put it together. Well, I'm sure that uh, the, the turnout and the amount of – money that you guys have raised will just be amazing and and you know uh kirk i saw the president down there this week as well and they've they promised lots of federal help uh it ha, have you seen that on the ground yet i've seen a lot of fema trucks here yes um Good. and they have a big station set up across town and i know those trucks are going out to houses and checking on people good okay well that's a, that's a start mm, well i will but, tell you uh go ahead go ahead I, in my personal opinion, I, whether I'm Republican or Democrat don't matter, but I kind of wish the president would have waited, but, you know, because it, it, it halted everything for a day. Uh, you know what? I said that same you thing. Know? I said the resources for that to happen 
is going to take the attention off what is happening right now. I mean, it's still smoking. The fire, you know, the, the fire's not out completely. Yes. We've got people to find. Um, and I, I said that thing. But, you know, what, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, but Kurt, I will say, if he can help us get more money by him having boots on the ground here yeah, and help us get this place rebuilt quicker for him coming, then, yeah, it was worth them coming, you know. See, you know, this show that you're on right now is called Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, and sadly, a lot of people are in the outdoors, uh, not by their choice, but by this storm. But this is how, this is why, and you'll be, you'll start to see the corrupt people try to come to town and go, you know, hey, this is available, I can steal this or whatever. This is why Second Amendment is so important in our country to be able to protect your fe- your family and yourself. Would you agree, Kirk? Oh, 100%, yes. And I think people are noticing that how the Kentucky, it don't matter what you're uh, voted down here in Kentucky, everybody's working side by side down here. And it don't matter if you're a church of Christ or a Baptist or a Catholic, they're working side by side and they're loving each other down here. So someone, someone coined the phrase on Facebook, and I love it, Kentucky showing the world how to love. Oh, wow. I love that. Kirk, uh, stay strong. Merry Christmas. I'll uh, keep you in my prayers. Tell Ma and them, everybody, I said hello. And uh, and actually, I will tell you that uh, here in St. Louis, uh, the uh, Budweiser Guns and Hoses organization is actually doing a toy drive for the children of Kentucky. So that truck will be headed out Sunday or Monday, and we'll have more details as that happens. But we're going to talk to the organizer of that coming up next. Kirk, I will talk to you soon, my brother. Yes. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you for the work you're doing. All right. You bet. Thank you, Kirk. Scary stuff. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, Kirk. Thanks. I'll be in touch, man. All right, brother. Love you. All right. You too. Bye-bye. And right now on the phone, we've got Megan Myers, who is really, really pushing hard. And I I would love to know, Megan, uh, how this toy drive came up for (laughs) the children of Kentucky. Welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, by the way. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Um, well, uh, the other day I was at a luncheon with some fellow Guns and Hoses teammates, and we were sitting there just talking about how the holidays were approaching. And I just said, you know, I'm I'm not looking forward to this, just knowing how many people were left without nothing. And uh, ideas started flying across the table, and what can we do? And um, a couple of days later, here we are with a, a toy drive. Well, I mean, I think it's great. Here we are mostly, and obviously I know what happened in Edwardsville. I know what happened in Defiance. We had people here in in town, but in such small numbers compared to what happened in, in down in Kentucky. And Absolutely. those poor, I mean, the devastation was complete. I mean, the entire neighborhoods, homes, everything, all their belongings gone a week and a half before Christmas. Uh, this is this is something, Megan, truly that can restore maybe some joy to the lives of some of these kids that right now have lost everything. That's our hope. Um, we've also reached out to officials in Edwardsville um, to see if we could drop items off there as well. And we're going to do that next week on our way to Kentucky to drop off. Um, and the police station is going to distribute them throughout the community. Oh, that's great. Well, we just talked to my my dear friend of many years, uh, Kirk Willie, down in Mayfield. His whole family lives there on the outskirts of town, and they're all accounted for. Um, but I, and he's with the church, and he's working with the uh, government uh, there locally. Um, he, not officially, but he's he's helping a lot. Um, who are you in contact with, and where are the toys going to down there? Do you have a, an end spot down there? Oh. 
we don't know where our landing spot is exactly. I know Mayfield and in certain areas are overwhelmed. We're waiting to hear back from SEMA where our drop-off location exactly will be. Oh, okay. Um, when when we get in the truck and head down on Wednesday. Well, I will share his information with you in case that helps. Um, well, that would be great. Yeah, but let's talk about uh, the toy drive itself. Where is it going on? How long is it going on? Just throw us out what you need. So the toy drive is being hosted out of uh, Munganath Honda, St. Louis Honda on South Lindbergh. Um, from 8 to 5 until Sunday, the 16th through the 19th. Um, and we're just there collecting donations until Dave Munganass himself gets in the truck and drives it to our destination. Wow, wow that's fantastic. He, he's a stand-up guy for sure. He yeah. insists it. And, it, yeah. and, uh, and you're looking for unwrapped toys, of course, uh, but you're also unwrapped looking for gift, gift cards as well. Yes. Unwrapped toys and $25 gift cards. Okay. I think that would be a good ask for, you know, any corporation, you know, because you can write off a, or a personal donation. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the, the 5013C even comes into play here, but you know what? It doesn't matter. We need to help these people in Kentucky and in Edwardsville, and you're definitely a drop-off point in South County. That's right. Okay. Uh, and it goes till 5 each day. Is that correct? Business. Correct. Okay, and and but I was curious. Even on Sunday, which is the nineteenth, will there be the toy collection going? Because car, car dealers are normally closed on Sundays. We will be there. Okay, Megan Myers from Budweiser's Guns and Hoses. Thank you for doing the heavy lifting for us in St. Louis. All we need to do is get people to come by Munganast uh, St. Louis Honda down in South County. Drop off as many toys as you can, and as you heard her say, Dave Munganast himself, <laughs> yeah, is making that trip. Yeah, is making that, that trip That's fantastic. Down. Uh, Megan, thank you for your for all you're doing here, and uh, the folks at uh, at Guns and Hoses as well. Thank you for having us. All right, Megan Myers, Merry Christmas to you, Happy New Year, safe travels to Mr. Munganast, and uh, that's about going to wrap it up. Yeah, give if you can. You know, we just gave you the information where they're going to be. Fantastic effort, makes me proud. Uh, to be a St. Louis. Absolutely. You can look uh, up the information on Guns and Hoses Facebook page or the Bo Matthews page. Uh, Mark, Merry Christmas to you, Merry my friend. Christmas. Carl. Well, Carl. Merry Christmas. We're off next week. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Enjoy. Well, enjoy your shopping, whatever you're doing this weekend. We'll see you next time around on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Merry Christmas. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 